Street, home of Suncorp Stadium, Lefties, Gambaros, and the Caxton Hotel on 104.5 Triple M and the Listener app. This is Triple M Breakfast with Mardo, Margo, and Dan. Triple M Breakfast. Hello, podcasters. Jason from Mugara. Special hello to you. Text us on the burner phone 0484 10 What is that you want? Well, he's combining two things from today. Brisbane Book of Records we're speaking about, which is coming up Friday. The breaking and setting of records all over Brisbane. And sibling age gaps. He's put them together. What do you mean? He says he reckons his family belongs in the Brizzy Book of Records. Oh. We've got a 26-year age gap between siblings. Jesus. That's got to be a Brisbane record. I'll be my parents' favourite if I bring the book to Christmas lunch. Well, I hate to bring bad news upon Jason and disappointment mm. because Danny from Victoria Point has a 42-year age gap. Between siblings. Between siblings. My oldest brother is 56 and my youngest brother is 14. Add another one. My son is 33 and my youngest daughter is 12. Jesus, they love a bit of a spell between roots. Incredible. So I'm sorry, Jason, you won't be the favourite child because you won't be bringing the book to Christmas lunch. Danny from Victoria Point wins. So Danny has got a brother who's 56. And a young other brother. That has to be... That's a bloke, right? That's a bloke. That's, that's a spurt. 42 years is the dad. Two brothers. 26 could potentially be the mum. Because if you're 18 and had one, you could have another one when you're 44, mm. which is right on the cusp, 44. Okay. Can you still have a... Well, oh, IVF and stuff. Are you saying that you need more details from Danny yeah, from Victoria yeah, yeah. Point? Is it a dad thing with different women? The dad's not Or is this me. the same mum? Just a root right dad. I'm not yeah. impressed. You want a mum who's punched yeah. out Thank a 56-year-old yeah. and a 14-year-old. Just some over girls all over no. the like joint. Like Al Pacino. Mm. Exactly. Having, Robert oh. De Niro. Having kids They're in their 80s. They're in their 70s yeah. and 80s. David Letterman had a kid when he was 66 or something. I'm like that. Oldest woman to have a baby, though, is 70. Go back to Jason from Morgara. He's got the 26-year age gap. That's possible. He reckons it's a Brisbane record. That could be a mum. That impressive. Can we sort this out? Can we ring these people mm. and just do some research well, and find out? Can you out? look up Danny from Victoria Point in yeah. your... What, give him a ring and live let's just on give the him podcast? A ring yeah, well, let's just try oh, We just no. took a phone call live on the podcast. Snowy has to do that on this one. Right. Right. We'll get back to it. My oh, mother's going to have a go at the computer. Let's see how this goes. Mm, okay. She's taking personal calls and now... But where where was that? Um, did she say a yacht? Yacked, I think she said. She pronounced everything. In, yeah. Inspire. Was it inspire? Where? In Brisbane? Inspire. I thought you were going to Mexico. Hamilton Island. Oh, right. Well, I want to go to Mexico, but it's very far away. You've got to go to LA and Have then you from given LA. up on the computer already? Well, hang on. No, I was in the middle of doing two don't things distract at once. Her. Yeah, sorry. I don't no, know how to... Su- I can't search. No, that's what I'm trying to tell you. It goes to directory call log. Yes, we've been we don't want to ring two minutes. Yeah, you're Peter, discovering the Jason. thing that I told you. Well, Jason's the one. What was the name? Danny. Danny here? He'd have to have called today. Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you. Did Danny call or did he just text? He just texted. He might have called. He texted. And There's Jason from Mulgrave. Can we speak to him? Where? Uh, there somewhere. 26 years? Yeah. yeah. Is that Jason? Are we yeah. calling people? Yeah. We've oh. got to get to Will Anderson. Oh, yeah. In two minutes. Right, right let's. We'll put Will on the podcast. So. <laughs> Can we call Will and see how young his youngest sibling is? Ah. No. Uh, if his dad or mum's more of a root rat. Um, These are the big questions that Will Anderson needs to answer. How's you and your mum going? Is she still talking lines after the grand final? My old girl? Mm. Yeah, she's all right. 
She's happy. She's happy we made the grand final. But she's not a dickhead like you. Does she like care she, about when the, the football season's finished, she stops talking about football. No, no, she's excited about Tom Duday coming up. No, she's not. She is. No, she's not. Yeah. No one's excited about Tom Duday. Uh, no one's excited about Tom Duday. Then why is this in the system? Brisbane Lions made a trade Duday. It Duday is catchy. I'd bounce momentarily. Duday, Duday, Tom. Yeah, because our audio guy, Rick, happy birthday on the weekend, Rick, because he's a genius. He That's a genius. why it sounds good. He's mm. Not because anyone wants to hear about and no one ever cares about Tom Or Tom Fuller. Tall, uncoordinated human. One time in and one time right. Snowy's brother-in-law was singing it to him at a barbecue on the weekend, that song, Marta. That's which take I take the piss out of it. <laughs> so much. We've got Danny up. Are you ready? Danny who? Danny from Victoria Point. Oh, he right. wanted to know about whether his kids are from the man. The, oh, it the, has to be. It's 42 years. The male or the female of the, the relationship. Can't be. She'd well, be. I just thought if you wanted to find out yeah, the details, okay. we could maybe do What's that. What's his problem now? We're getting him up. In the meantime, while we wait. Ted Robinson is going to stay with today. Today they'll rip their shirts off and still play. Ted and Tom today. Wonder why no one listens to the podcast today. What's the actual original version of that? Yankee Doodle went to town. No, no, no. Campdown Racetrack, it's called. Campdown racetrack, five miles long. Do da, do da. Hey, Danny from Victoria Point. (laughs) Shut up. Here's Danny. Danny. How you going? Yeah, good, mate. We've just seen your note here. We were talking about age gaps earlier, and the boys had some questions. Now, it says you have a 42-year age gap amongst your siblings. Your oldest brother is 56, and your youngest brother is 14. Yeah, is, that's great. Is what? this all from your dad's side? Like, did he sire a few kids to a few different women, or is this your mum that has given birth it's to impossible. a 56-year-old and a 14-year-old and everything in between? No, my dad's side. Yeah. Uh, my mother's side, I've also got a brother that's, oh, how old is he? He's about 35. And how so, old are you, Danny? 54. So there's a fair old Not difference with your mum there. Did she, what, did she have a 20-year sort of spread, like between her first and her last? Well, she would have been, yeah, about 18 years, yeah, I think. Yeah, right um, that's impressive. Yeah. But, then, my, but then you said you've got a youngest brother who's 14, so after you or your bro- the recent brothers around your age, she cracked onto another... No, I no. think that's the dad's... Oh, the dad moved dad's on brother. and started spraying their The husband. dad's boy. Yeah, my father. So, um, yeah, so I've got a younger brother, like another younger brother who's three years younger than me. He's 51. Yeah. Uh, or just about the same, 51. And yeah, so I think my dad was 19 at uh, when my older brother was born and 61. So, Danny, how many brothers and sisters do you have collectively? Uh, there's five of us all up. Right. Ever, all, all Christmas, brothers. do you come together? No, unfortunately, because they're sort of spread around the country yeah, in Adelaide, Sydney, Brisbane. So Gold five Coast. boys from 56 to 14, all from your dad's side? No, four of them are from my dad's side. And then one and from your mum's. Yeah. And well, you, you got well, a few kids. four on my mum's as well. So they've, they've had oh, two half-brothers. Yeah, right. And you've got a few kids yourself, Dan. It says here 33 to 12. 12. Son is 33, youngest daughter's 12. So you've, yeah, I've you've got, been busy yourself, mate. I've got two daughters and yeah. one son. But my son's 33, my daughters are 
12 and 15. Again, is that to the same woman or different women? No, no. no. My son was, yeah, son was different from uh, when I was a bit young and stupid. Yeah, right. Nice, Danny. Yeah, you're and stupid. Of course, it was a smart decision you made to have him, of course. uh, Not that he's, you know, like... We get it. it. You don't need to clear it up. in contact with him. It's okay. It's in the podcast, Danny. He won't hear it. This is not on air, Danny. You can say fuck and be rude and stuff. (laughs) Danny, the other one, um, how's the boat ramp there at Vicky Point? The boat ramp. Yeah, do you ever oh. use a boat ramp? I was uh, no, I went to Cleveland on the weekend. Oh right, oh, you dropped the boat in <laughs> there. Yes. Oh no. Is it a better? I'm, I'm only ar- I'm only around the corner from Vicky Point one, but it's it's not a real good boat ramp, it's not flash. and oh, people I like are not. It, uh, yeah, a lot of people tend to be a bit arrogant there. Oh yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Not it sounds like Jado here cutting yeah, in line. Fit, eh? fit oh, you see me on the Triple M billboard. All right, Danny, thanks, thanks for your time, mate. All good. Record! Yeah! Triple M Breakfast is building the Brisbane Book of Records. We're going to be breaking various records all across Brisbane. I'm in. Margo's in. Marto, you are in, and you're going to kick it off for us today. Get us all excited with the Roast Chook <laughs> record. We've got our chickens here to help commentate, help spur them on, Margo. We're about to get an enormous crowd in from the office to get you energised. This is amazing. Jay Webby, the world champion eater who just knocked off Joey Chestnut at the chicken wedding, at the chicken wing eating championship. Yeah, here's his tips. Here's Jay Webby. Yeah, Yeah, to be honest, I would pull the legs off first and eat the legs and the wings and then leave the white meat until last. The centre oh. of the chicken. All right, Marto, here's okay, your you motivation, and we're going to get the crowd in. You ready? The record is to eat a roast chicken. Some people dream of success while you're going to wake Wait. up and work hard at it. Come in, everyone. Come on. Marto's going to be eating a chicken, as in a bachelor's briefcase. Make your dreams Here we go. Your second. I'm setting the world record. And you're not going to stop there. No. What are you waiting for? Do it. I reckon I can eat a roast chicken pretty quickly. Stop giving up. Are you ready? Have we got the timer? I've got the timer. We've got the timer. You sound the rubber chicken. You're ready. There's plenty of people in there. Can I just say, you're about to be disappointed. I, um... I had plenty to eat. This it's okay. Morning. You are setting the record. Yeah, so that's right. You are the pace setter. You go it's according to how fast here, you want. Put your finger in there. Say, is that that's pretty hot, isn't it? Did you wash your head? Oh, that's pretty hot. Yeah, oh, thanks. I didn't wash my hands. I don't know how we're going to do this. <laughs> <laughs> Some of you have to go back to work. This could take ten or fifteen on minutes on the chicken, yeah, on right, the rubber on the chicken, chicken. Yeah. on your marks. Go. Get go. set. Oh. Yeah. Go. Now, Jay Webby's tip was start with the juicy, moist chicken. He's I don't have to eat cartilage, do I? No, no. cartilage. No, you can get rid of that. Mardo. 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 It's really hot. We're only one thigh in at this stage. <laughs> the, the rate is going. I hope you have all cleared your calendars for oh. sort of the next five oh, hours. Oh, could, it's 30 seconds so far, <laughs> and I can't even see a dent in the chicken. Oh, he's oh. gone the parson's nose. Oh, there it goes in. The parson's nose is in, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. It's hot, yeah. So hot. your fingers. Oh, he's got the tissues out. <laughs> he's already gone for a moist towelette. He's gone for the tissues. See, this is why they have the chicken strippers. In the professional industry, they have someone who strips it down for you. Oh, keep bone. going, Marto. We're going to go to a song. Wishbone. We'll go to a song and we'll come back and we'll keep you updated. He's setting the record for the fastest. <laughs> I've got a 
barbecue chicken. Two, two songs. What's the timer at, Dan? He's a minute ten in. We'll come back after I this. I'll go to two or three songs. Do the whole album. We'll come back with more after this on Triple M. Kicking it off today with a studio full of people who are excited to see Marto set the record for the fastest roast trip. A adjudicated chicken strip, Dan. He's had breaks where he's had a little rest from time to time. The actual eating time, the actual time of eating so far is at 5 minutes 50 of of consuming time. You got this, Marto. Come on. Well, I'm, I'm calling that. Are you happy with that? I'm going to bitch that if I can eat all this, I'm in, huh? So the requirement, the standard that Marto's setting is... Have some water, have some water, have some water. Big shovel. Get this down. Get this down. Get it's like a small handful of chicken away from consuming the whole che- thing. Cheeks are full of chicken meat. <laughs> Total consumption time is yeah. at 6 minutes 45 of actual eating time. Come on, you've only got about 200 grams left to go there. Oh, yeah, Let's go. On. He's already taken the shirt off. Maybe you should take the singlet off to oh, really no, get in the... Maybe you should get nude. Then I'll get chickens, chicken fat in my hair and my chest. Chicken Ooh, juice. Whatever. Got about 100 grams of meat left to go. Come on, you've got this. You Good can protein. do it. He's got 100 in his mouth, though. Yes. Well. Just, Don't forget about it. Can we send this to some kitties in Africa? Oh, not the chicken juice. Oh, chicken juice. That's some spillage. The chicken juice at the bottom of the bag. The crowd has been sprayed by a breast. Sorry, team. But you knew if you were in the front row that that might happen. How close are we, Marta? I will stop Swallow. the time up when I see a clean Swallow. mouth. Swallow! 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 Use the water. Swallow! But don't choke. Swallow! But don't ready? choke. Three, two, one, done! Yeah. What do you got? What time? What do you got? What do you got? Official actual consumption time. Yeah. Eight minutes, seven seconds. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Uh, and, there's a little bit, can, little tasty What about morsel. a chaser of chicken oh. juice on the way out? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. He's drinking from the briefcase. If you need to vomit, there's a bin outside the door, everyone. Thank you for your service. Thank you. Thanks for all your help. You're my hero, Marto. Eight minutes, seven seconds, Marto. How do you feel? I challenge any Polynesian (laughs) to come in here on Friday and to knock me off my mantle. Triple M Breakfast. Listen, thank God Saturday's over with all the nonsense about the referendum and everything and everyone can move forward. Can, can, we can move forward, can't we? Oh, I'd like to, I'd like oh, to hope God. so. We'll, oh. be we'll be fine. Well done on keeping our nation uh, you know, colourblind, I, I guess, and we're all coming together. Rather than dividing ourselves, we'd come together and move forward. You know, there were people who were sad, of course there was. I'm sad. A lot of work has gone into this. Yeah, well, and, and money. Yeah, four hundred fifty million. Thank you, four hundred fifty million dollars. Couldn't that be spent a little bit better on um, getting kids to go to school and adults to go to work and implementing community, programs, community safe, or yeah. maybe the cost of living crisis? Actually, like put the money into the indigenous communities mm. that need the help. Oh, that perhaps. would have been a good idea. Yeah. Anyway, a lot of sad people across social media. I saw lots of broken red, black, and yellow hearts. Marto, oh, really? uh, ashamed of this country. 
Ashamed of it. Yeah, division that's been caused off Mm. the back of it. Um, And I think Jacinta Price really summed up well off the back of the vote that this was a good thing. This is going to be a great thing moving forward. We need to let go of the past. We need to let go of those grievances. If we're ever going to move forward, that's exactly what we've got to do and and maybe focus on the important things. And that's what people said. Hold on, we're bigger than just the inner city elites Mm. and academics and corporate sponsors of the yes vote who didn't realise there's a lot more Australians out here who are just... What didn't there was it? And what's that other bloke? Morrison used to call them quiet Australians. Mm. Quiet Australians are sitting out there working, hurting. They're all mm. hurting, and they went, "No, listen, concentrate on actually something that does something for the all Australians, mm. not just something that's a historical reparation." We'll get we'll get to that. There's but- no plan B though either, because Anthony Albanese, although uh. he was disappointed obviously with the decision, he said, "I'm going to respect." I got some of that. Yeah, here you go. While tonight's result is not one that I had hoped for. I absolutely respect the decision of the Australian people. Yeah, he said that. Jacinta Price, who, gee, she could be a fair go for the next Prime Minister of Australia. They've said no to grievance uh, and, and, and the push from activists to suggest that we are a racist country when we are absolutely not a racist country. Well, she's an Indigenous senator. Yeah, right. and the so loudest voice. That, that's oh, well, a pretty finally. good signal that we're well, doing she's okay. already got a voice, and she's been using it quite in a quite handy way. So the, the the Australians who don't have a voice actually got to vote on the weekend and said, "No, listen, let's just be one. That's who we are. Let's not have to pay people. Oh, we don't want to sort the past out. Just move forward together." And even Albo said that. So this moment of disagreement does not define us. And it will not divide us. Oh, gee, I hope that's Im- that's the important bit. Because he had a go at being a big man in history. It's come apart because he said, oh, I've got this, I've got... No, mate, you didn't explain anything. They launched it based on about a seven, uh, 60 or 70% approval pre all the palaver yeah. and the arguing. On, and a, it, on a vibe. And then it dropped down to 40. So, really, they've got questions to answer about how did you bungle it. And um, I really hope that it doesn't divide uh, people because even though if you chose to vote yes or no, that's your personal choice. Yeah. And the people that... Voted no. Uh, you know, I, I hate this whole branding that they're racist because I think that oh. a lot of them still want reconciliation, still want to close the gap. This just wasn't the way for us, them, or to do it, I think. And Bridget uh, McKenzie, Senator, I think she summed that up perfectly. Of course they want to do something to close the gap. We all do. But this whole uh, debate was framed up that you couldn't be for reconciliation and vote no. Now, I'm one of those Australians that's absolutely committed to reconciliation. Mm. She said we all want to close the gap. We all want to see Indigenous communities thrive. I'd like to see some of the money that gets spent being a bit more accountable because it's all of our money, let's work, let's not just throw it at people. Let's, let's actually have a look and audit some of the money that's going around. Mm. Anyway. Time to move on to the we next are referendum. When we are, when we are, when we are we, many. When we build the Gabba, which great lion statue goes out the front? That's the real referendum we need. Do we need an upside-down Jason Ackermanis doing a handstand up no. for a cold kick? Do we need a Michael Voss? Pulp or no pulp? In the orange juice. Thank you. These are the real important questions. questions. Thank Mm. you. Should women uh, be allowed to wear leisure wear after (laughs) 10 in the morning? (laughs) Luckily, it's only 8 o'clock because I am. (laughs) We'll get home quickly. We've got Adam Reynolds next to you with the Broncos. Do we need Mm. to sign him for a year beyond that? We need a referendum, guys. We're splashing cash around. Let's go to the polls. (laughs) Muddle, Margo and Dan on Triple M.
Brisbane Book of Records week. The big day is Friday when the records will be set and broken. Marto has got the jump on us, though, eating an entire barbecue chicken not even an hour ago in eight minutes and seven seconds. And the challengers are entering the arena on the burner phone. 0484101045. Chicken off. You're going to inspire a nation. Yep. I think a few people have done it before. Not all heroes wear capes, Marto. That's you true. are the new hero of chicken eating. I may never be able to eat chicken again, we'll just see. There'll be young boys listening in the cars going, oh, one day when I grow up, I, I want to be just like Marto. I want to, eat, I want to hoover some chicken. You're mm-hmm. Greg the beak taker, Martin, <laughs> which leads us to <laughs> Tim the soul taker, Sue, just quickly. You see on the... He was pretty weekend. good. Yeah, well, he's still well, undefeated. I'll tell you what, so I, I went to the pub, not just to watch that, I went to the pub for uh, a <laughs> countery yesterday, a local hotel. It was chock-a-block. I went, oh, that's right, Tim Sue fight, because no one wants to pay the 50 or 60 bucks and sit at home on their own, they'll go to a pub and yeah. five beers worth, right, I got me money. So Mendoza was undefeated, undefeated as well. Tim's mm. Mendoza. Oh, Zoo was, Zoo, Sue, Tim Sue was the better boxer Superior. the whole time. Yeah, Here's but, him post-fight. Have a listen to this just quickly. I told you, it's my last hooray. And we've, we've finished off with a bang. Hopefully we can go to Vegas all together. When would he want to go to Vegas? What's coming up in Vegas? Rugby in a few league kickoff to the season in March next year. Big weekend for Australians to make the uh, the the venture. Las over Vegas, there, the our own. He did Where say he would, was going to go overseas. Where would he have gotten that idea well, from? We had him on the show last week. It was a good interview too. We, we put it to him and said, "Is Vegas an option? Maybe we could combine the two great loves of our show, NRL and boxing, and punching each other." I'll come back here eventually, but there's there's such big super fights waiting uh, waiting in like Las Vegas and stuff like in that. In the States. This oh, is wait, 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 wait. You're not going to fight. Are you, have you got any sort of a plan? Because I heard, you know, when the rugby league goes over and the plays a doubleheader and what's that, March? Yeah. Are you, have you been approached? Because I heard they were going to have an Aussie fight night on that night too. Not too sure at the moment. Oh, you got oh, to get involved. Can't say. Get involved. It would be. It would be pretty cool, you know. It would be pretty cool to be fighting uh, in Vegas during that weekend. Uh, I think you could fight Kevin Walters, the Broncos coach, and then he could coach the game. <laughs> <laughs> what idiot suggested that? Sorry. But there you go. It looks like it's going to happen. That's a big weekend. The first thing he did when he finished the fight, I'm going. I'm going to Las Vegas, and I'm fighting. What's that bloke? Jerome Charlo, whatever his name is. How do we get on that junket? Because, you know, Dobbo's going to be sniffing around to be the Triple M representative. We said, look, to go over and watch the rugby league but to finish up at a boxing fight, that's a good holiday for any Aussie mm. sporting fan. Vegas isn't for me. I don't gamble responsibly. Triple <laughs> <laughs> M breakfast. Hey, just want to give a big shout-out to uh, the team at Victoria Bar- Park Golf Comp yesterday who uh, pretty much babysat my kids. Because I had an event to do yesterday at um, Victoria Park for ovarian cancer and I was struggling to figure out what to do with my kids. So I rang ahead and I said, hey, if I book my kids into putt-putt... It's unreal, putt-putt. Do I have to supervise them? And he said, how old are they? And I said, oh, 12 and 13. I, you know, I just failed to tell him about the seven and nine-year-old. Yeah. He said, yeah, no, they're fine, no worries. Just as, you know, no responsibility on our behalf if anything goes wrong. I said, yeah, no worries. They're pretty capable What's going to get wrong? They're going to get hit by the big window. <laughs> Club each other with golf, you know, with the putter. So as I uh, sat up in the marquee area of Victoria Park uh, mm. for this beautiful uh, high tea for ovarian cancer for three hours, uh, my children just roamed wild and free amongst the green pastures of Victoria Park. You know what's happening with Victoria Park? I go through there most days. Um, you know that's going to be the equest- cross-country equestrian course for, for the, the Olympics. Olympics. They've taken all the tees away and all the holes, and it's just now a huge park. Yeah, well, they played putt-putt, Marto. Yeah. I left my card with them. Uh, they, they did the spooky putt-putt 
uh, golf course. Then yeah. they uh, they took themselves up to the bistro and ordered themselves the sat bistro. down, <laughs> sat down and ordered themselves some lunch. You know, there's a driving range there. Uh, yeah, you well, can just go and whack the shit out. That's of what they did afterwards. Oh, they did. Yeah, so they did the putt putt. Then they had some lunch. Then they went down to the driving range and bought themselves a bucket of um, golf balls each. Well done. Them. Had a few hits and Wiley uh, would have been aiming for. They call it the mule. The mm. guy gathering the balls up. I got, Wiley would have just been throwing. Yeah, balls he's in a thing. in a machine and he just like vacuums the balls up. And yeah. that's all. That's your main aim. Well, we had up. been we had been at Meadowbrook Golf Club the day before oh. for a netball breakup. And so again, I just said, "Here, here's a bucket of balls. You guys go to the driving range while Memphis does her netball presentation." And he had hit 165 meters or something like that. So he wanted to try and better his PB. Yeah. And so when he was at Victoria Park, his aim was to try and hit further than 165 meters. But anyway, I got up to do my speech, and I'd sent Memphis down at some point because she ended up becoming my plus one. So then. Memphis, who is the most responsible one of them all, wasn't there. Wasn't actually even there. She was at the event with me, so it was just Wiley, our twelve-year-old Jagger, our nine-year-old, and River, our seven-year-old, just wandering aimlessly around Victoria Park, having the best day ever. Because when we did finally find them, because she couldn't find them when I went sent her looking for them, uh, they came up at about three o'clock, and they were like, "This is the best place ever, Mum. Can we go have another bucket of balls?" And I was like, "Sure, go for it." Well, you're telling me your thirteen-year-old daughter. We'd rather sit around talking ovarian cancer than play putt-putt <laughs> yeah. and drive a ball. Cool. Do you know how hot it was yesterday, Marta? Oh, yeah, she was smart. She yeah. picked the air-conditioned marquee. Mm. Uh, but a big shout-out. Thank you to the uh, four hours of ba- free babysitting I got yesterday from Victoria Park. It was wonderful. Yeah. Thanks for giving Wiley some direction in life because I know now he wants to drive the mule around Victoria Park. <laughs> yes. That's what he wants to but do. But also he has visions of himself being a rugby league player. If you are a rugby league player, there's a lot of downtime, so you need to learn how to play golf. That's exactly right. Marto, Margot and Dan on Triple M Breakfast. They're Brisbane ass. Hey, it wasn't just us voting on Saturday with the uh, yes-no business. It was uh, New Zealand elected a new prime minister, a new government and everything else. It was quite... Did you see Jacinda this one? Jacinda Ardern. Good. Oh, she, Who's yeah. been she in this She saw the writing. So yeah. that Chris Hipkiss little... Hipkiss, he it. was a little bit of a wet blanket. Hello, I'm Chris Hipkiss. This guy's <laughs> conservative, right? He's like a Liberal Party here. Well, that's fella. who got in. Yeah. yeah, and he was pretty happy. My pledge to you is that our government will deliver for every New Zealander. How many times do we hear that? So who's that fella? He's like nationals. I think it was maybe the equivalent of like the Liberal National Party here. Conservative Party. Conservative Party. Because Chris Hispis. Hipkiss. Yeah, him. He's gone. He's pissed off. And this fella's in. What's his name? Should I write it down? <laughs> Chris Luxon. Luxon. Another Chris. He's one, a baldy. Another Chris. Another Chris. One Chris in, one or Chris out. Chris, yes. Chris, Chris Cross. And you heard him. He made a pledge and everything else <laughs> to uh, do everything. But listen, classic All Blacks, a classic um, New Zealand. <laughs> so Saturday, then the All Blacks played yesterday morning, okay? And one. So that would have been 3 a.m. until 5 a.m. in yeah. New Zealand. He hasn't been to bed, so he got home from the election nonsense at 2 a.m. Stayed up, watched the he, footy. Put his all-black jersey on, and then he ended up, he still had it on yesterday morning when they came to Actually, just on one point, Bridge to Brisbane yesterday, incredible number of all-black jerseys oh, running because they'd watch the footy. Of course. And they'd watch their beloved all-blacks, oh, and then they'd sell the jersey on. In, in that heat in black, too. So been your dying. new Prime Minister, what a weapon. So he still got his all-blacks jersey on when he fronted the media yes. yesterday and going, how good. Well, i got to tell you, it's a great start to the day when you've got a national government and you've got the All Blacks winning again. Oh, wow. 
So what's more more important is the All Blacks winning team. Yeah. Is that correct? <laughs> All he needed to say, follow up that with, was like Bob Hawke style. Yeah. Anybody who sacks anyone tomorrow that doesn't go to work is a bum. Anybody who's six, it's anybody. only a quarterfinal win oh, in the okay. uh, yeah in the World Cup. I like the, the the thing he said first. My of all. pledge to you is that our government will deliver for every New Zealander. Mm. What every person who's been elected always says. I'd love it if they just were honest. I don't know how we're going to go here, guys. I've just my first day in the job. We'll just see what happens, huh? I'd say that other bloke has stuffed things up. This could take me ages to sort it out. <laughs> don't blame me. It's his you. fault. Yep. <laughs> go the All Blacks. Get the Toyota Forklift Advantage. Visit toyotamaterialhandling.com.au. Marto's Thought on Sport. I'll have you know on Friday, mm. there was no AFL trade talk while you weren't here, Marta. I managed it? to keep it squashed. There was a lid very oh, heavily no. with my foot placed no, on top of it. There's just no news. And also, I was waiting for you to get back because I know how much you love it. I was no, saving it up. No news. It, we don't care about it's this trade news. anyway. <laughs> this is an appetizer to the main course of the AFL trade in a second. Listen, we, often, what talk, do you want we often talk good, bad, ugly in sport because oh, yeah. there's been a lot going on over the weekend. Probably one of the best wins was last night. Did you know there was about 10,000 there at the swamp last night at Boone? all to watch the uh, our diamonds the Aussie girls play the against New Zealand cups on at the moment isn't it well it's just the Bledisloe of netball yes yeah. constellation cup what a lot of nonsense Who's in it New Zealand England Australia oh Ireland. I thought it was just Australia New Zealand uh, no I think England features there somewhere where are they anyway more importantly, did you see the Kelpies play beforehand? I watched it on telly yesterday. I've never heard of them well, before. They, they have they a name. That we, we talked recently. We've discussed on this show, mm. Marto, that the Australian men's netball team is called the Australian's men's netball team. And, it, now, and it was a disgrace. Now, and they've obviously listened and gone, let's come up with something. And they are, you know how twitchy and busy netball players are? They're like Kelpies. They never settle down. It's a great tonight. And they beat the Kiwis too. Wipe the court with the Kiwis in men's netball. Do they have a name, the men's team in New Zealand? Yeah, the, they're the Black Ferns, I think they're calling themselves. Oh, the Tall Blacks the is tall basketball. Blacks. What's yeah. the um, badminton team? Don't say Black Cock, Black... Yeah, Shuttlecocks. That, yeah, Black, Black Shuttlecocks. Um, Mata, you are right. There's three tests, Australia v New Zealand. Yeah, There's right. no England, sorry. Well, we've already won. The, we've already won then. Is there only three? Yeah. Because they said we've got to win one more to win or something. We're going, they're anyway. going to New Zealand today. They're flying out. Well done, Nettie Girls, and well done, the Kelpies, the Diamonds and the Kelpies. Um, in cricket, uh, Australia, oh, Sri Lanka are on tonight. We've oh. lost our first two games, so we're in a little bit of trouble. We don't care about 50-over cricket, though, do we? Mato, we are... Bottom of the ladder. There's 10 mm. teams in the ICC Cricket World Cup. We are 10th mm. currently. Below Afghanistan and the Netherlands and Bangladesh. England lost to Afghanistan overnight by 69 runs. There's England a few. Uh, cricket. Here's your top four that'll go through to the semis if you froze it right now. India, New Zealand, South Africa, Pakistan. Okay. Hey, what um, about the Everest? What? Hold is on, that in your good, bad, ugly? Uh, no, because I didn't win I on it. I so. forgot that was on. <laughs> I had the horse that came second, I think. Oh, it came. So that's so, bad then. Yeah, if I don't win, I don't want to talk about no, it. No, okay. But bloody hell. Is that it? a Warwick horse? Oh, I don't know. The thing that won it? Yeah. Oh, was it? Uh, Jay Pride with his winning horse. Think about Can it. Can you do something Farm more? All right, you're just reading the paper while I'm. you yeah, just came into your head. <laughs> I've actually I got... I forgot that it was on. Okay. Well, that was Saturday. Yeah. That's all right. And the King Charles Trophy, too. Um, didn't want to talk to racing. Where was I? Uh... You've done cricket. Yes. You've done the Kelpies. Oh, no, we haven't done cricket. Did you see the India versus Pakistan game? 130,000 people. They've got a stadium over there. We've spoken about it before. And it's named after Modi, their, um, Modi, their prime minister. 130,000 people turned up. 
And these reporters are all going, there's no Pakistanis here. Why didn't they turn up? Because... Clearly, I am just surrounded by Indian support. There is not a Pakistan fan or journalist in sight, and that's because they weren't granted visas to this crucial match. <gasps> it's the official International Cricket Council World Cup, and they're not allowing Pakistanis to come and watch them play India. There is a reason why I said just give the trophy to India now. They will cheat and canoodle anything they have to do to make sure that India win. Wow. Did Imagine they, being that. Yeah, they won. They won. They won very oh, easily. Convincingly. India have won three got, from three. They're top of the mm, table. Yeah, they're destroying they're, everyone. They right. beat Australia. Yeah, yeah, it's over. And it's, of course, everyone else has got diarrhoea. Mm, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, just one more, one more. 36-20, of course, the uh, rugby league was the other night. That wasn't the important bit. It was a bit of a uh, sluggish old affair up mm. in Townsville. Um, more importantly, though, during the commentary, there was room for a lot of other things because none of the commentators wanted to be there. But Gus Gould, shut up, Gus, brought this up, and I thought, this is what we all need to have a think about. As you say, very passionate about their rugby league. In fact, the government up there wanted to use rugby league as a platform to help educate the population, to bring them together more. It was a country of 800 tribes, 800 different languages. Wow. And they needed kids to get to school to get educated, and to do that, they wanted to make rugby league a subject. Hello. Mate, that's his oh, Papua New Guinea. Brilliant idea. Make rugby wow. league a subject. You should make that a subject here. Well, that's where I'm going with that. Can you imagine? We wouldn't have trouble with kids paying attention. Just the whole, you come out with your rugby league education. I mean, if you have kids that go to Keeper Park, Palm Beach, Corumban, Marsden, Maple Park, rugby league oh, is the only got? subject. What have they... you got after little lunch this morning? <laughs> oh, i got double rugby league. No. <laughs> only issue you're going to have is like, there'll be a whole generation of kids that can only count to six. No, no, well, you know, and as soon as you get to five, as soon as you get to five, they start kicking <laughs> their foot out. Have you ever seen the AFL kids? They can only count to six. They can only count multiples of six. Oh yeah, AFL goals. Kiddies. Yeah. yeah. Points. Uh, speaking of the AFL, thank you. Idea. That's a wonderful yeah. appetizer. But leading you learn in, how to fight in a nightclub. Leading into the AFL draft <laughs> chat up next. Thank yeah. you for bringing up the AFL. Big. I didn't news bring up the AFL. In trade week. No one wants around. to talk. It's after this. Triple M Breakfast, don't you know, Marto, Margo and Dan on the radio. Triple M Breakfast with Marto, Margo and Dan. Do we need the season's over, a mate. bit of information on the I trade think we're out of period? Margo, do we need to know about the trade? I think we need to Plenty go to a song. song. Mm. The, uh, yeah, running the, late. It's the story of the Brisbane Lions off-season trade period <laughs> gearing up for 2024, team. We push ahead. We don't need to worry about September this year. That's okay. We made it to the big dance. Next year, we go one further. And I'll be How many months you... until the AFL season starts? Is March. It five <laughs> March next year. November, now, the updates November, thus far March, through five. the bar of song have been that Tom Duday has come up from oh, Adelaide. Not that was again. the first one. Lions made a trade Duday, Duday. That was last Tuesday. Yep. Duday, Duday, and then Dev Robinson, the midfielder, there was a chance he was going to leave. Dev stayed strong. Dev Robinson, he's going to stay with Duday, Duday. They'll rip their shirts off and still play Dev and Tom Duday. Did you see Sue beat Mendoza? Oh, what a good fight. The mm. pub, my pub next door to me, it was chock-a-block. <sighs> Everyone. The it was disrespect. a good fight. I mean, oh. Rick has put a lot of effort into this song or audio it's guy. Monday. There's actually sport happened on the weekend. And as Margot said, we haven't even discussed the Everest. We probably won't get to it. What, are you shaming Dan Rich now? You don't want to hear his bar of the song? The one of the great journeymen for the Brisbane Lions who hung up the boots? I love Dan. Rich is called it quits today. Today we will 
Producer Alex has just put something on the screen. Uh, round one of the AFL is 143 days away, mate. Mm. Just let it go. Mm. It's just around the just corner. Just disappeared. Did you see the MotoGP's on in Phillip Island um, this weekend? Well, I think it was Australian on in, Grand Prix. It was on in Indonesia over the weekend. Jack Miller mm. might have finished I'm happy fourth, to make this go as long as you guys want. I've just got one more verse here. The brand new verse. Tom Fullerton, big, tall, strong man for the Lions. Hasn't been able to really crack it into the squad in the season just gone. Been playing in the VFL a lot, Marto. Yeah, yeah. Well, news no has come asked through. About Tom Fullerton. Looks like no one. Tom Fullerton's off, so he gets a verse. Brand new exclusive here on Triple M. Latest verse of the song. Tom Fullerton has gone away today, today. It's one time in and one time out. Hello, Tom, today. Christ almighty. No, the bullet. So the bullet's lost. I know, but they still haven't got Aaron Baines is still suspended. So when they get him back, it'll be a lot easier. Might be some news coming up on Jack Gunston too. Came uh, up from the Hawks, cool. triple premiership winner. Looks like he might be working his way back to the Hawks. We'll keep you posted. AFL Trade Radio here on Triple M. Proper sport, 29-25 to the South Africans. Carver Lions, hit us on the burner phone if you want more of that song. Is it on? Why no text coming in? <laughs> Triple M Breakfast. Saturday night, Australia played Samoa in the Pacific Cup. None of the commentators wanted to be there. The crowd oh, was a pretty, pretty happy. Game. I know. The commentary, mate. No, they were so, they were like Eeyore for Winnie the Pooh, all of them. Mm, they I all, know. No one wanted to do it. It was a pretty rubbish game, though. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. Kangaroos got out to an early lead. One of the great things was Payne Haas scored an early try. Um, Tino scored a try. <laughs> and now both of them are Samoans. And. Uh, the Hammer all scored two. Now, the Hammer is also half Samoan mm. with his uh, generational heritage, which was quite amazing. Most of the points scored were by Samoans who <laughs> played for <laughs> Australia. Samoan. Anyway, the Hammer was hanging around after the game. He scored two, the Hammer. Uh, went to school here in Brizzy, then went back to the Cowboys. We all know his story. the fastest player in rugby league. Incredible. And then after the game, the reporter was telling us... Hammer so Tabuai Fido revealing how his tiniest supporter spurs him on during his his biggest moments on the field. His biggest supporter, three-year-old Twiller, the youngest of his six siblings. Wow. I uh, just sat there. That's what I want to talk about. So so the Hammer, what is he? He was a year behind my bloke at school. So the Hammer's 23 or 20, 22 or 23. Mm. Let's say 23. Um, if I could probably look that up. It, his sister's up. three. No, don't worry. Yeah. So there's seven kids and there's 20 years between them. Wow. Oh, you know, I find that, I know my family, there's eight years between my brother and well, I. Well, three I think, years apart for each child. That's a lot, Margo. You think you start punching them out when you're 20 and you don't wrap it up until you're 40. That's mm. a, that's a He's big, 22, the Hammer. 22, so mm. 19 years. So let's mm. go 20 for uh, ease of explanation. I reckon that's a pretty solid Is effort. Is that the biggest spread of a family you've ever heard of? Like, same mother, we're not talking, we're talking, that's his sister. He had, And he had her, like, he had her after the game. Just having her around um, makes me be a better footy player and a better um, role model for her as well. And love it a bit. And every time she comes to the game, um, it makes me want to uh, work hard. So Daly Cherry Evans, his kids are like 10, 8 and 6 or so. His kids are older than the sister of the Hammer. It, it, I just looked at it and went, that's weird. Mind. All the rest of them have actually got their own kids. Mm. Hammer's still hanging on to his sister who's a th- little three-year-old baby. Yeah, but Daly Cherry Evans is, what, for 100? 34 or something. <laughs> the oldest number seven ever played. I just want to ask, like, 
Oh, is is there? Has any? Can anyone beat that? What's I don't want to make. It, I don't want to make it a list. But well, you're you're Kath. She's one of six. What's she's the one of seven between kids, the youngest and the eldest. Sixteen years between youngest yeah. to oldest. So that's seven kids, the same as the hammer. That was good. I, I always thought that was pretty impressive. Having mm. sixteen years for time to time, you punch the first one out and the last one, but twenty. Yeah, my old man's listening. Dad, text us. What's yeah. the difference between his? He's got a younger brother, and then it's him, and then an enormous gap, and there's three older siblings. Dad was on stage. How big and enormous? Like twenty we years? We could be approaching twenty. Text me, Dad. What's the? Roz is his older sibling, so there were three. Done, right? Three kids, beautiful. Yeah. And then Dad comes along. So give it a break. Granddad it... and Grandma are like, oh, for Christ's sake. Same father. So, yeah. Same everything. So what same happened mom. there, Mark? How does that happen? Well, so, I've, I've girlfriend of mine. There's yeah. only two of them, but yeah. he, the youngest, he's 13 and she's 28. So there's like 15, 15 years oh, between yeah. them. Same mum, same dad, just what surprise. Happened? Surprise, that was Hello. dad and then they had to have another one so he didn't grow up okay. alone. So my dad's older brother, who's the youngest of the top three, used yeah. to pick him up from like primary school. Drive him five, home. Still driving. Like, sorry, started driving. Dad yeah. was five or something. Mm. Probably smarter though. I punched four out in five years. I had four under, four under five know, at that, one point. That's near impossible. Yeah. Whereas, whereas our, our is, ours is 14 months, I think, the difference mm. between our oldest, we only had two, well, oldest and youngest. Friend of the show, Benny Hannon, yeah. eight kids, 16 years. Mm. Emma, his wife, was going oh, every right. two years, boom. That's boom, so boom, boom. All the kids go from odd ages to even ages. Odd, even, odd, <laughs> even. They're I don't even know how to explain what I'm after here. One, triple, three, five, three. Because you want the biggest age gap in the between siblings, spread. from the bottom to the top. And yep. maybe there's an explanation. Like, hopefully the same father. Or do we care about the same sperm, nah, same father? Nah, let's just, just go. the biggest spread. Let's, well, what's Dobbo got? What's Dobbo? Our mate Dobbo from well, they the Rush Hour. Yeah, his oldest son, Will, is 17, oh. 18, and yeah. then he's got newborn oh. babies, which are like four or five months gotcha. old. Gotcha. So he's got 18 years between Forget his lot. Forget that. Jeez, that's hard. Are we more interested in the female? We, are we interested by side, by or from? I'm more interested in from the woman with the, the, yes. the biggest spread yes. from the from, youngest yeah. to oldest. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, and have you ever been... Driven to school, to preschool, by your, oldest by your older brother. By my uncle. <laughs> yeah. one, three, four, three. Julie from Capalabar can beat oh, that. What's the spread with the kids, Julie? 24 years. Oh, wow. Julie, are these your children or are you a sibling of the, yeah. the age gap? No, they're all mine, oh. six of them. Six wow. babies. And give us the ages. Uh, he's... Uh, 42, yep. 39, yeah. 37, 33, yeah. 21, and 18. What, what happened in those 12 <laughs> years between the 4th and the 5th? Was there a bit of a – was there a new sperm donor? Yeah, there was a trade-in. I yep. went for the younger model. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well done. What about <laughs> Triple M breakfast. Something from the weekend we haven't covered, uh, covered off on yet, Mardo. What a day it was, Bridge to Brisbane. Just full of winners. I went down there about 6.30 down to Kingsmith Drive to have a look and just a wall of humanity and there were people dressed as stormtroopers. There were people dressed, what's this guy, medieval fighters. There, were, there, there was were, a train, as in like a big cardboard train. I've seen the photo of it this morning. There were Spider-Man, there were Superman. I'll tell you the most important, the only most impressive, sorry, the most popular outfit is just wear some running gear and a tutu. It's like little three-year-olds mm. going to preschool. Just uh, put me tutu on. I took the kids oh, to no. Macca's on Sunday morning yeah. for a bit of brekkie around nine o'clock and there was a heap of Brisbane, Brisbane in people. In their yellow shirts? In their yellow shirts with their medallions around their necks. There was 
one guy wearing a Bundy Rum T-shirt, but he changed the M to an N, and he became the Bundy, Bundy Run, Run Man. Oh, that's good. <laughs> which I thought was clever. Well, well, there was so 30,000 in the run that started just after six, over the bridge and then into the Ecca exhibition ground. I was only part of the four and a half K, and, and I saw a bloke with a Bundy Rum shirt, and I thought, who gets up and goes, I've got a bit of a fun run to do, I'm wearing me Bundy Rum shirt. Because <laughs> well, I am the Rum Lord. No, you, not me. You do that. <laughs> no, no, no. There was a heap of them hanging oh. around. I had to do an event in it, Victoria Park Golf Complex. They were everywhere. They were everywhere, yeah. Martin. And that was at about 11, 30, 12 o'clock, still hanging well, around. Well, that's because you, you get to the exhibition ground, and then you go, oh, my car's over the other side of the bridge, and my car's mm-hmm. there. you got to get home. It took forever to get out of there. Anyway, I, I It was know. great. When I did it last year, yeah. at the end, when you get your medal and you run through the gates and you finish, there's like a big fruit stand there, and you can get fruit, Mandarins, and everybody, they have a band bananas. playing and some little stalls, and everyone hangs around and what chats. What about, you told me last year, again, in that tunnel... Uh, near the Breakfast Creek the Hotel. Singer? Opera singers, four opera singers and a grand piano. Amazing. Oh, weren't they beautiful? Echoing around the tunnel, that's cool. So cool. My mind. cousin won it. What? So I clearly am swimming in the lower end of the gene pool. Have a look in the paper. Tim 10 kilometre male winner, Tim Vincent. He did less than 30 minutes for 10 kilometres. Exactly. 29 minutes, 30 yeah, seconds. He was running a kilometre every three minutes. I saw him on the news last hour. night. It's quite impressive. He won it a couple of years ago. He was yep. a bloke. We mentioned him that he didn't have to go to work at Bunnings. Bunnings. And he, oh, he didn't have a shoe sponsor right. back then. So if anyone wants to give him a pair of shoes, he goes through a pair of shoes every two weeks. They cost him 400 bucks because he just runs, anyway. runs them to runs death. everywhere. Well, yeah, so I was called upon, despite having a, a new knee, having mm. my knee amputated and rebuilt last year, How I had to the do the How did the bionic knee hold up? Magnificent. You wouldn't have been able to do that six months ago. No, God, no. Twelve God, months no. ago. And I came in to replace you as a late injury replacement. Yes, thank you. And um, we called ourselves the... Munters. The Munters. Today I feel disabled. The Limping Legends. Let's go with that. That sounds so much nicer. We were all just off in our various ways. Mm-hmm. Um, was there a few backs out, a couple of knees, Oh, hips. hold on. Wait, wait for that. But I got everyone together. We met there you know, at that Hercules Park there at Hamilton. Yep. Pulled them in tight, and I made sure I was... Because there were people warming up. Did I you give them a speech? There were people doing stretches and warming up. It was 30 oh. degrees. There's no need to warm up when it's 30 <laughs> degrees. Whereas... What I did was make sure our expectations were very low. Like you say, hey guys, all right, turn your hearing aids up. No. <laughs> when it gets tough out there today, yep. give up at any stage. It's not a problem. If anyone falls by the wayside, we'll wait for you for a little while and then you're on your own. Yep. Don't go fast or you'll be no longer what, part of this. pubs are open the way? The ammo should be open now. Like five minutes. <laughs> Priorities in order. They're good. Mm. I thought you'd have the camel back on. Did you have the camel backpack on with the... Sipping, because I am the rum lord. Well, Four and a half k. All right, so <laughs> Kath was part of it, and we we're all wearing Crocs. Apart from my wife, she decided. <laughs> and socks? No, 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 no. You know the how chafing? we live there near yeah. the Hamo Hotel? We made four hundred meters. Kath said, "Dars, I'm going to go to Coles." <laughs> She skipped she, out. She goes and does the week's shopping. <laughs> I said, right, here we go. We kept on going. But uh, before we took off, I just want to clear things because we did say um, if you're not 100%, I'm the bloke to walk with. Everyone turned up in their Crocs. It was quite ex- – including Incredible. three pe- – so it changed people's lives. Gibbets? Karen said, no, no gibbets. No gibbets. These were adult humans. Oh, athletes as well. There's Karen, Karen and Matt and Mark – Never worn Crocs before. We may have changed a few people's lives. Leisure mode, sports mode. No, they didn't have good ones like this. They'd just gone and Four got wheel drive. No, but the, back, the, the back, back, back. Margot means the flap at the back. Do you uh, have it in barbecue mode or fight mode? 
Now, I had mine just like I am now in relax mode. It was fine. I made the four and a half K <laughs> because a few people were worse off than me. Any questions? Are you on yeah. these? What's your disability? Do you have a disability? Back. Back. Back, yep. Back and knees. Back and knees. Asthma. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and migraines. Okay. Oh, that's enough. I won't ask anymore. We're all fucked. <laughs> We're all left. We're all left. Well done, mate. <laughs> Triple M. Migraine. Triple M Breakfast is building the Brisbane Book of Records. We need to get to a phone call here. We've had a challenge issued. How is the stomach feeling after feeling? the full consumption of the barbecue chicken? Motto? I'm just full. I, if you just... Well, there had to be two kilograms. How much chicken is in that thing? I didn't even check before I put it, it in the bin. Two. You're talking it up now. Oh, no. no, it's 800 oh, grams yeah. in it. Is that all? Mm. Yeah, so. That's a really good oh, steak. I, d- I just feel heavy. Yeah, but it's fatty heavy. as well. So I might that, grow boobs with all the you hormones. You drank the chicken juice at the end too out of the bag. That probably doesn't help. That was just to show a rare disregard <laughs> for the chicken. So you've set the record time <laughs> for Brisbane. Well. Wayne in Narangbar is not particularly impressed with you, though. Marto, talk to him. Wayne, what's, what's your deal? Mate, I reckon they're yeah, pretty piss poor effort, I think. Oh, no, mate. It was hot. It had come straight up from Carl's down below. Mate. How many minutes did it take, Dan? Was it eight minutes and seven seconds? All right. Yeah, I admit. Oh. All right. I, re- I reckon I could uh, beat that by at least, at least four minutes. Okay. All right. That's fine. Well, that's one of the reasons I said I'll... I'll set the re- I'll start the record and I expect someone will break it. That it may as well be you. What are you doing Hello? Friday? We'll supply the chicken if you can come in here and try to break it at the Brisbane Book of Records. Mate, I'll be there. Right, I'll be there. I'll buy you another chicken on the way out the door as well. <laughs> One to take with you're you. You're going down. You're going down. Oh, that's going right. Down. Challenge accepted. All right, so you're going to do under five minutes then, Wayne. That's your goal. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I, I think I could do that easy. Okay. Have you have you practiced oh. this, Wayne? Are you? Oh, I did. I did have a go when you when I heard about it last week, and <laughs> and? and yeah, I did a right. I think. What, what a was whole the method? Chi- a whole chicken egg, mate. A whole chicken. Did you strip it first, Wayne, and just have nah, the pile nah. of meat there, or you ate it from the carcass as you nah, went? The, the carcass was right in front of me. Oh, I actually please. filmed it. I might send it in to you. Yeah, please do. Mine was eight minutes, seven seconds total consumption time. Now, Wayne, did you do the stuffing as well just to be a real hero? Don't do the stuffing. Actually, no, I didn't do the stuffing. All right, so I think we're clear. No stuffing. Parsons knows, though, Wayne. Will you get that India? Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yep. Wayne, if you really want to embarrass Marto, do it in under five minutes and eat the stuffing as well. All right, all right, we'll do that on Friday. No, Wayne, that? it's <laughs> so not about kidding. humiliation. Just get your name in the book and everyone's happy. Not all heroes wear capes, Wayne. You are going to be leading a generation of uh, inspirational chicken eaters of the future. All right, I'm going to call on anyone else who reckons they could hoover a chicken down faster than eight minutes. Come on in, I'll front for the chickens. And you guys set the record. Wayne, you might have some yeah. opposition here, mate. Right. Well, well, you've got no, you're no challenge, so yeah, <laughs> hopefully I've got something. Smart talk, oh, right, We'll see you on Friday. Now, remember, Jay Webby, oh, world it. champion chicken wing eater, is going to eat a chicken in his own time for us, and oh, he'll send right. us through his time as well. So we might even have a world record time so you can pace yourself against. But Marto's Brisbane record right now stands at eight minutes and seven seconds. It's all happening Friday, the Brisbane Book of Records here on Triple M.